Hi, and welcome back. I'm Sonia, the Kremlin contact for the Trump campaign for two years. Oops, I've said too much. Take it away, Mr. Showbiz. Thank you so much, Sonia. Hi, everybody. My name's Sid Griffin. It's great to be back on the air. Spring is in the air, and there's a spring in my step. We're going to start off with my old friend, Gene Clark. Yet another Gene Clark uh, reissue or unreleased tracks have come out again. This one's called The Lost Studio Sessions, 1964 to 1982. Gene's going to sing a, a beautiful song of his called She Dark the Sun, backed by the Flying Burrito Brothers. And the song after that, which we'll go straight into. Now that's a song I play the lead guitar solo on. Get ready. Hold on to your socks. We're back on the airways. Hallelujah! It was not so long ago Maybe just a year or so I was lonely and looking for someone Down south in New Orleans Still just searching for my dreams And that's when I saw her That's how it all
the late Gene Clark singing there. That's Stephen McCarthy on the lead vocal. Barry Shank wrote the song. He's now a professor at Ohio State University, a Buckeye, as it were. Gene Clark on backing vocals, as I said. Sid Griffin on the 12-string guitar and the guitar solo. Tom Stevens of Elkhart, Indiana on the, the bass. Greg Souders on drums. So let's see, that's myself and five of my best buddies, frankly, with Barry Shank and Gene Clark thrown into the mix. Five of my best buddies and me. I'm the weak link in that musical chain. We started off with Gene Clark doing She Dark the Sun, not the version that he'd had out for, for years and years and years, but a new one that came out on this this. Sierra Records collection called The Lost Studio Sessions. It's from spring 1970, and people are saying on the, the liner notes that uh, it's the Flying Burrito Brothers backing him up, which is true. And they're saying that Graham was in the band then, which is false. Graham was not in the band. Mr. Parsons had left the band, and they brought in Gene Clark. Chris Hillman brought in Gene Clark to, with uh, Jim Dickinson to record with the Burritos to see if there's any chemistry there, to thinking maybe they could have Gene Clark replace Graham Parsons in the Flying Burrito Brothers. And they did Here Tonight, which has been out for years and years. And they also did this song, She Dark the Sun. So that's where that's from. Graham's not on it. Take my word. Graham is not on it. The next song was, of course, The Long Riders, my old band. It was recorded uh, by the great Henry Louie. It came out uh, on the Native Sons album in 1984 and got us on the map. The album immediately sold about 35,000 copies, which is terrific for an indie label like it was on. Henry Louie died Almost to this day, this I'm speaking to you, it's April, and Henry Louis, Henry Louis died in April 2006, so he's been dead some 11 years now. He also produced, besides Long Riders, Get Ready, he worked with the Flying Burrito Brothers, Graham Parsons, Crosby, Stills, Nash. He did about eight albums for Joni Mitchell. He did the Common One album for Van the Man. He produced an album for Leonard Cohen. He was the head engineer for Bones Howe, when Bones Howe was turning out hit after hit for the association the Fifth Dimension, and band after band back in the uh, mid-60s and the era of the Wrecking Crew. Henry's no longer with us. Henry Lou is a great man. I miss him very, very much. Speaking of the Long Riders, the Long Riders play in about two and a half weeks, their first Southern California gigs since 1987. Yeah, our first Southern California gigs in almost 30 years. It's like 29 and three quarters of a year. We're going to play... Wednesday, I believe it's the 25th of April, we play the chapel, opening for Translator in San Francisco, California. The next night's a Thursday. We're going to play a KCSN radio live broadcast in the San Fernando Valley throughout Southern California. You can hear it. And the Friday night, which I believe is the 28th of April, that last Friday in April, we play um, the Constellation Room in Orange County. All my Anaheim friends want to get down to that one. Then the last Saturday night of April, we play pa, 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 the Roxy on the Sunset Strip. Now, the Roxy, sports fans, is where the Long Riders did their very, 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 very last gig, as I recall. Very last gig was at the Roxy in September of 1987. So we're going to play the Roxy the very last Saturday of April. And then the last Sunday of April, which is, I believe is, the, what, the 30th? We play the Stagecoach Festival way out in the desert, out there by Palm Springs. We're on around 3.30 in the afternoon. I don't know the name of the stage, and I don't much care. I'm just excited to be a long rider for just a temporary bit. And then I come back to London, and May 6th, no, excuse me, May 6th, I'm delivering a lecture in Newcastle at the Tyneside Cinema on Bob Dylan. And May 7th in the afternoon, 
That's a Sunday, May 7th. I play with the Cole Porters, C-O-A-L, my acoustic band. I play with Neil Hurd and the gang at the Union Chapel in Islington. Boy, that was a long-winded plug for Sid Griffin. So anyway, that's Gene Clark's trip. That's the Longriders trip. Here's a guy that's a friend of both Gene Clark and Sid Griffin, and his name is David Crosby. That's from his album Lighthouse that came out about six months ago. He's got a new solo album called Sky Trails coming out, I think, in September of this year, 2017. The great thing about Lighthouse, it's it's an acoustic-dominated record. Some of the tracks are basically just David Crosby on guitar and uh, vocal with very little, maybe some other acoustic guitar or piano behind him. But uh, I'm looking at one track, Somebody Other Than You, and the credits read, 
you know, David Crosby, vocal and acoustic guitar, and Michael League, who produced the, the album, he plays some backup stuff, but there's no drums anywhere on the album. I don't think there's much bass, any bass guitar. And most of the tracks are, as I say, just David Crosby, his wonderful voice, his acoustic guitar finger picking, and Michael League doing his trip. So that's David Crosby, who's found a new lease on life, late in life, and is recording, as he should have done all those years, we lost him to uh, some abusive things that were so grateful and glad he no longer does. Now, here's a guy that knows David Crosby, and David Crosby knows him. Ladies and gentlemen, I've been speaking about this guy a lot lately on the BBC. Bob Dylan's put out a three-record set. It's called Triplicate. I noticed the liner notes are by Tom Piazza, the the great novelist who lives in New Orleans. Bob hangs out with some pretty hip people. I got to tell you that. Anyway, it's the third. It's not only a a three-record set. It's the third in what was obviously a trilogy of his tributes to the Great American Songbook. Every song on the album, save Braggin, the first song on, on the second CD, has been recorded by Frank Sinatra at one time or another. And there's a lot of great things on here. Dylan's voice is in better shape than it's been in a while. So I had a hard time figuring out what song to play off Triplicate. This is our friend Bob Dylan singing a great song by uh, the, the, the Ink Spots had a hit with it in 1939. Sinatra recorded it later that year, 1939. It's a Jack Lawrence composition from The Great White Way. It's Bob Dylan, as Bob Dylan can only do, with a wonderful band backing him up. Listen to Donnie Heron's playing. Listen to Dean Parks on guitar. This is Bob and the gang doing It's Funny to Everyone But Me. But 
How can you listen to that and not think of Brian Wilson? Ladies and gentlemen, this track that you're listening to now is called The Island. It's off of a surprise album, a sleeper album that came out late last year by Timothy B. Schmidt. Timothy B. Schmidt was in Poco. He was in The Eagles. He's a man of uh, great talent, I suppose. You'd have to admit that. And what's funny about listening to Timothy B. Schmidt is when I uh, play his solo record, it's on Man in the Moon Records in the UK. I don't know the American label, but it's on Man in the Moon Records in the in the, in the UK. Schmidt sounds, his, his ballads sound like they did in the Eagles or Poco. I was quite a Poco fan. Don't laugh, Billy Bragg is a, is a big Poco fan. Now, I found it amazing. Some of his music sounded so much like those early Poco classic records when Jimmy Messina was in the band. I really got off on it. And then I was stunned that track 10, The Island, which we just heard, is so Brian Wilson. But then, of course, this show is dominated by two things tonight. Two things tonight. Great songwriters giving us great songs, be it Jack Lawrence or Timothy B. Schmidt or Gene Clark, right? And harmonies. A lot of great harmonies on tonight's show. So that's harmonies a go-go there. Speaking of harmonies, we're going to hear from the tender gender. The Roaches came out of New Jersey around 1979. Their first album had the classic song, Hammond Song, which of course was done by, uh, in this country, by the color field with Terry Hall. It's one of the Hammond songs, one of my favorite songs of all time. The Roaches kept on trucking on and off for years. They, they had the first three albums on Warner Brothers. I like every single one of them, like every single one of them. They uh, had a 1995 album I've just rediscovered on Ryko Disc called Can We Go Home Now, which actually, Can We Go Home Now, that song is the follow up to. Uh, the Hammond song, which they did early in their career. And if you've read Terry Roach's autobiography called Blabbermouth, you'll know more about the Roaches than you need to know. But Terry Roach has written a, a breathtaking, no-holds-barred autobiography about her time in the band called Blabbermouth, which explains almost too many things. Now, this is a song by the late Maggie Roach. We lost her a few months ago. She's no longer with us. Her sister, Suzy and Terry, are still here, but this is for Maggie Roach, who wrote Hammond's song, Maggie did. I consider Maggie a brilliant songwriter, not a good one or uh, an interesting one or a promising one, a fully developed, brilliant songwriter, and Maggie is much missed. This is Maggie Roach and her sisters in the Roaches doing a terrific song from their Can We Go Home, Can We Go Home Now album, and it's called You, brackets or parentheses, Make My Life Come True, in parentheses. How this band was not huge, I don't know. Ladies, take it away. Wasn't able to do 
production on that uh, Roach's record by Stuart somebody. Let's open the booklet and see who it is. Stuart Lerman and the Roaches produced it. Fantastic. The 1995 album Can We Go Home Now. Love that band to death. Highly recommend it. They're from New Jersey. So is my friend the late Greg Trooper. The Flesh Tones are from New York. Hey, that's next to New Jersey. That's as good a segue as I'm going to give you. The Flesh Tones put out an album on Yep Rock last year. I think I played it on the last time I did this show. I love the Flesh Tones. They're the last CBGB's band still standing that's never stopped playing. To wit, 40 years ago, my friends, 40 years ago, the Flesh Tones 
three of them are still in the band, the four-piece band. Three, uh, Keith Strang, Peter Zaremba, and Billy on drums. They, they formed the band in 76. Bill Milheiser joined in late 76, early 77. They've been rocking ever since. They played CBGBs. They've never broken up. They've never stopped rocking. They're on Yep Rock. They have a new album out called And the Band Drinks for Free, which is a brilliant name for a record by party guys like this. Anyway... This is one of Keith String's songs. Keith String was born the same day, the same year as Sid Griffin. So if you know his age, you know mine. Keith, this is for you and Peter. You know I love you guys the most. From their brilliant new album. This is called Love My Lover.
electric guitars. Who would have ever thought of it? Electric guitars. That's the Shelters. They're on Warner Brothers. Their album is uh, called The Shelters. It's produced by the great Tom Petty and a couple of guys in the band. They were the opening act on Tom Petty and the Heartbreakers USA North American tour. Tom Petty's uh, put a lot of emotional investment in The Shelters, and I can recommend this album. It's a good one. Not only Rebel Heart, the first song on the record, might be as good as that one. The one we just played is called Liar, because there's a lot of great talent out there, not necessarily in the realm of rock and roll and guitars, because these guys in the shelters have done something slightly different, which is almost impossible in 4-4 rock and roll guitar music anymore, but they've done it. In the folk world, I find it's equally hard to go on stage with a six-string guitar, finger pick, and tell a story and be interesting. I mean, it's been done a million times. I met Jess Morgan. That's a woman, by the way. Young Jess Morgan at the Americana UK Festival in March of this year. She just blew me away on stage. She was just one slight diminutive gal. Everyone couldn't believe how good she was. She has a debut LP out called Edison Gloriette. I think that's how you pronounce it. Certainly Edison's right. I think Gloriette is correct. This is a song from Jess Morgan's album. It's called Come to the Opera with Me, Loretta. How could you turn down an invitation like that? a boy. Man, you're better than this when you don't even try. I'll root for you, Ronnie, wouldn't we all? But you're so mean to Debbie, she's on your side. Calling for the knife and the gloves come off in a swirl of your temper. The best of you's lost. Well, I think you got it wrong about me. I bet or I'll bake you the bread for the wedding myself Or come to the opera with me Loretta, I'll make you my case for staying together Stay in. 
piano-dominated track from Jess Morgan. She usually, well, when I saw her, she was finger-picking. Fantastic, fantastic. Jess Morgan and her album's called Edison Gloriette. Highly recommended. Go see, go see. This next song I got, I was on the BBC last Saturday talking about Bob Dylan's triplicate album, which I played. we played a track from earlier in the show. And Phil Ogders was there. He used to be in The Men They Couldn't Hang. He said, Sid, Sid. And he handed me his record. I said, I'm doing a podcast. I'll give it a plug. Phil's written some great songs for The Men They Couldn't Hang. He's doing a solo things now. This is called Blue Skies and a Saturday Job. The name of his CD is on, it's on Vinyl Star Records. Don't know that label. I wonder if that's him. Anyway, it's called Blue Skies and a Saturday Job. And the, the, the name of the CD is called Roll to the Left. Phil Ogders is O-D-G-E-R-S. So figure that one out. And it's terrific. It takes kind of a while. You got to, it, it starts off like, what, what, what? And then you get into it. Brilliant lyric, great singing. He's a fine songwriter, as is Jess Morgan, as is Maggie Roach, as is everybody tonight. Great songwriting. Take it away, Phil. Saving for a music, massive fidelity Then I got my whole life ahead of me Oh yeah Oh yeah I'm gonna join a band I'm gonna do fine Everything else is just to fill in the time Oh yeah Oh yeah I can hear the chords ring out Hear everybody scream and shout We'll head off in our cool tour bus Maybe take some fans with us Let our ships sail As my movie played it didn't follow the script Almost started running when I got tripped Oh yeah Oh yeah Still I got talent, still I got time A bit of hard graft, mean everything's mine Oh yeah Oh yeah I can earn a good few bob Blue skies and a Saturday job Regular work is getting harder to find I got a plan taking root in my mind Oh yeah Oh yeah See, I met a clever fella in the Rosen Crown He's offered me a gig to turn my fate around Oh yeah Oh yeah I can earn a good few bob Blue skies and a Saturday job Running and the boys are jumping No one gets hurt today we 
sharp as a pen Oh yeah Oh yeah Then the shots spring out And I hear people scream and shout The boys pile through the van doors I push the pedals to the floor And sirens wail I can earn a good few bob Blue skies And a Saturday job He could. I think Phil should go busking. That's Phil Odgers. I think he should go busking. He'd make a lot of money. He's a very talented guy. We're going to end with two bluegrass songs. Who likes bluegrass? I do. I do. This is a, a five-CD set of outtakes. It's called Bill Monroe and the Bluegrass Boys, Castle Studios, 1950-1951, The Complete Sessions. It's terrific. It's by the Bear family uh, guy, Richard Weiss. He's now got a label called RWA, which is Richard Weiss Archives. So I don't know if he's not at Bear Family anymore in Germany, but I guess he's not. It's a division of Rockstar Records. And if anyone was ever not a rock star, it was Bill Monroe. Basically, what this is, is after Monroe left the legendary, after the band of Chubby Wise and Lester Flatt and Earl Scruggs split, and Monroe had to reform the Bluegrass Boys, he, he had fantastic people on tap, such as Don Reno, who's not as famous as Earl Scruggs, but he's a brilliant musician in his own right, and uh, Mac Wiseman sang. is not as famous as Lester Flatt, but a terrific singer. Terrific singer. And he put together a great band. And uh, this band is Jimmy Martin on guitar. If you know bluegrass or country and western, you know who that is. Rudy Lyle on banjo. Joel Price on bass. Vassar Clements on fiddle. Bill Monroe's The Mandolinist. It's a uh, instrumental called Bluegrass Ramble. This is the unreleased second take, because it was the third take. It was the single. For freewheeling, spot- spontaneity, jazz-like playing. You can't beat it. And the reason Monroe's mandolin sounds weird is it's in the tuning of double A, double E, double A, and the high E has is one E high and then C sharp. Go figure. That's the tuning. After that, we go to uber modern bluegrass to end the show with my dear friend from Barcelona, Spain, Luis Gomez. That's L-L-U-I-S-G-O-M-E-Z. Luis Gomez is a genius banjo player in Spain and he has an album out called Dazi Contes. And it's on the Red Pig label. I think Luis, Luis Gomez is just beyond the Spanish king of the five-string banjo. He's a genius. So we'll end the show with Bill Monroe doing an unreleased version of Bluegrass Ramble. And another instrumental follows on its heels, also bluegrass, of my from my friend Luis Gomez. It's been a great show. It's been great to be back on the air. And I'll say a few words bye-bye in a bit. But check out the next seven minutes. Bye.
I forgot to say the name of the song. Luis Gomez and the band are playing a song called NOLA, which stands for New Orleans, Louisiana, N-O-L-A. It was originally a piano tune written by the great Felix Arndt, in 1915, down in New Orleans. Bill Keith, the late banjo player, used to play it on the banjo, and I'm willing to bet that's where Louis and the guys got it. Or maybe he got it from one of Bill Keith's acolytes. But anyway, it's a fun, fun song. And the mando player on it was the great bluegrass virtuoso Jesse Brock, who's now living in Europe. The uh, other players were uh, Oreo Sanya and Miguel and Maribel, who were also in the Barcelona Bluegrass Band with Luis Gomez, who put out... That record under his own name, Luis Gomez. From the album, as I said, Datse Contes. I have no idea what that means in Spanish. No idea. Dan Stewart will have to illuminate me as to what that means in Spanish. Ladies and gentlemen, I'm Sid Griffin. I want to thank our engineer, Kevin Stokes, of the band Souther Still. I want to thank you for listening. I want to thank Sonia for coming out from her FBI investigation where they're upset about her activities linking Trump to Russia. It's very courageous of her to come out and be on the show tonight. We will try and do a pod, Sid Griffin podcast sooner rather than later, but life gets in the way. I hope to see as many of you all in Southern California at the very end of this month, April 2017, when the Longriders play their first shows in Southern California in almost 30 years. May 7th, as I said, I'm at the Union Chapel in sunny Islington, London with the Cole Porters. We play in the afternoon around 5 o'clock. Show starts around 3.30. That's all I've got to plug. That's all I've got to say. You know I love you. You know I like you. Hi, hello, and how are you? Well, it's goodbye. Gotta go. See you later, alligator. I'm Sid Griffin. You know who you are. Adios, amigos. Vaya con Dios.